The Nova Guest List Podcast with Kieran McGuinness. The very best in indie, alternative, and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova. Yeah, that's Soda Blonde and Midnight Show, the opening track on their brand new album, Dream Big, which came out on Friday. And uh, we're very, very lucky because we have Adam from the band on the line. How you doing, Adam? I'm doing great, Kieran. How are you? Good, thanks. Yeah, so uh, second album, Soda Blonde, and it's an excellent listen as uh, as the first one was as well. And everything from previously when you were in Little Green Cars as well. Um, how does it feel to have it out? It feels a bit surreal, but also very, very good. You know, we kind of, we really, we really had a great time making this album. Probably the most fun we've ever had making an album of the most I don't want to say easy, you know, because uh, I don't want to kind of belittle the work that we put into it because we really worked hard. But it's just there was something that was very fluid, very organic, very natural about it. And I think that's kind of just a testament to, I guess, everything that we've been through together, you know, in the last couple of years since starting Soda Blonde. It's just we've kind of developed this shorthand when it comes to being to making music together. And so it just, yeah, it just was fun. It was just fun and it was, it was loose and it was free and it was, it was a very creative Time. Okay, so it's, it's two years since Small Talk was released, your debut as, as Soda Blonde, and obviously it's a decade since your first two albums with uh, Little Green Cars. But how, how does this release feel different? How come it was so free? Well, um, you know, every step of the way in our career together, making music has been kind of a, we've learned something new, every album we've learned something new, and, and kind of a, a large part of, of starting Soda Blonde has been kind of about taking back ownership. When we start when we started when we started uh, sort of on, we decided we wanted to completely produce everything ourselves. We wanted to take charge of our visuals, our music videos, like every, pretty much every aspect of of the of, of the presentation of it. We've kind of we have our hand in, and for this record, we've actually we've become managing ourselves now as well. So even everything in the back end, we kind of we handle. And so, yeah, it's been kind of a liberating uh, journey. But I think that this time was the first time we went into a music studio together. For the first record for Small Talk, we kind of uh, we did it in our various bedrooms and living rooms, and kitchens, and you know that that was that was fun, but it was kind of it was limiting, you know. And there's something about being in a, in a recording studio where you can set up all your instruments, set up all the microphones, you can actually be in a room together, and that's when the real kind of magic starts to happen. Yeah, well, it's different, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's funny because I was going to ask you that because I thought, listen to the album, I thought that I could hear. Um, the studio a bit more in this album, you know, yeah. the, the creativity as, you know, the studio as an instrument and all that kind of vaguely pretentious, but, but true statement. No, no, 100%. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can hear the, 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 the production touches, you know, across the album. And I suppose that makes sense that, you know, you kind of would have been in looking at each other doing it. Yeah. So the first album, uh, I was on the Choice Music Prize panel uh, when you released the first album, so I listened to Small Talk a crazy amount and I felt like, you know, it was really confident. I think Soda Blonde is just, it's a really confident band, hooky, full of songcraft. But this one, I also think, is really confident, hooky and full of songcraft. So how has the, the kind of songwriting moved on, if you know what I mean? I think, that, I think that each of us as individuals have become more and more confident in, in ourselves. And we've also kind of grown to trust each other um, more and more. You know, being in a band is definitely a complicated thing. And, you know, there's a balancing act and a kind of a push and pull of ego that you kind of need to manage all the time, you know. As the years have gone on, we've just learned to kind of, I think, yeah, trust each other. We're all huge fans of each other. Like, there's the space together making stuff. It's just a very safe space. And, uh, 
and that, and and ultimately, I think that that lends itself to some great music. Like once you kind of once you get down to it, because uh, because you, every idea is tried and tested, and everyone brings what they bring to the table, and everyone does bring a lot to the table. Like there there isn't really a leader in this band as such. You know, we all wear different hats, and and uh, even though on the on the in the end of the record it says I'm the guitar player, you know, it doesn't stop Dylan, our drummer, from saying like, why don't you try this lick here? Why don't you try this here? You know, everyone is everyone is putting something in, and the result is. Uh, what you hear in the record, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But one thing I thought was really interesting, and then I haven't seen a lot of bands talk about it, and it's kind of refreshing in a way, is you talked about your band um, not only just being musicians and, and, and songwriters, but you also have to be content creators. Tell me about that. How does that kind of uh, manifest? Yeah, you know what, actually, I have said that a bit lately, and only in the last couple of days, last few days, I've, I've started to think that I am not going to say that anymore. <laughs> because, and i tell you, I tell you why, because like, you know, we, I feel like we've been kind of forced into thinking about what we do in that way because of the way the internet has gone and because of the way social media is, you know, we've been kind of conditioned um, as creatives into thinking what we do with content. And I, and I actually, actually, I reject that term. And I think really what musicians and artists are, it's not content creators, we're culture creators, you know, we're making something that's, it's not as disposable as the word content suggests, you know. But that said, we make stuff, you know, we make stuff and, and we, we try and make stuff for the masses. We want stuff that's going to have a universal appeal. We want stuff that's going to connect with a lot of people. And yeah, it's a funny one. It's a funny one, though. We're definitely living in a strange age. And I think that there's, there needs to be some sort of shift in value. Totally, but it, like it is a thing. Like I mean, maybe people don't talk about it, but it is the weird thing. You can't just sit in your room and write music anymore. You need to be able to be good at the internet and good at yeah. interviews and yeah. you know, uh, yeah. good at you know, s- you know, social media kind of uh, uh, posts and you know, all that kind of nonsense. And it, it is like it's a lot in your head, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we we've just started something called the Soda Blonde Members Club. What that basically is is a subscription based uh, club. And you sign up and you pay. We've got two price points. It's four ninety nine a month or nine ninety nine a month. And what that allows you access is into into this kind of gate, this, this gated area of our website where you can see all of the behind the scenes of our music videos, demos. You know, lots of kind of exclusive, quote unquote, content that you kind of wouldn't be able to get anywhere else. And what I kind of feel is, I think that this this kind of model, every artist should should adopt a kind of subscription based model. And it will change the way the music industry is. Everything is subscription-based now. You download an app, you get hit with a paywall. You download a podcast, you can only listen to half of it unless you want to pay the subscription fee. Software like Premiere and Photoshop now is subscription-based. And mm. I don't really think that you know, bands should be any different. At the end of the day, like, bands are brands. And I think that this is a way to bring value back to the artist. Um, so that's something that we're kind of excited about in that realm. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a very interesting kind of thing to be taken on. Do you think that the, the increased role that you have in the management of the band uh, uh, means that you lean into this, you know, the monetization of the music more, or, or is it just that you're more aware of it? Well, it's it's a funny one because because I guess the motivation might appear to be monetization, you know, but I, but it's not necessarily that, you know, that, that that's one aspect of it. You know, we're all young people living in Ireland trying to get by and, you know, Spotify doesn't pay and, you know, we, we, we work very hard for everything that we do. So you've got to try and fix, you have to try and figure out the business model. No question about it. You can't, you can't deny it's an issue, but 
it's actually that's not the whole that's not the whole reason for it. We've kind of found that there's this really profound sense of connection with our followers. Like every time you sign someone signs up as a member, it's a kind of a direct show of love and support, and and it's a sign of they value what you're doing. We value our fans and our and our listeners so so much. Yeah, it's a very very profound connection. Similarly, a couple of nights ago. We got together and we uh, we boxed up all of the vinyls, signed everything, you know. And it's it's having your hands on all of these aspects of things and and feeling that kind of human connection aspect is something that's really lost right now, you know. Mm. So look, it's a great listen and congratulations again on Dream Big. Uh, one of my favorite songs on it, the first single you released, "Bad Machine." Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, so. It was funny that that's one of the songs that came along probably in the middle of of the process, and we kind of just we didn't necessarily have a sonic direction that we that we wanted to go with with this record, but one thing that we did want to do was bring a little bit more maybe aggression, a bit more rage, a bit more bite, maybe with 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 a bit more electric guitar. So I was kind of interested in focusing on that sound a little bit. But one thing that's that's a constant in this band is that Sophie is our chief songwriter, and she she never will let us hear a song unless she's finished the lyrics and she has it structured down. And and in this instance, this was a rare instance where she let us hear something that was very very less than half finished. She kind of had a melody and she had a chord progression, and so we started running with it. And this musical production kind of fully realized itself in a very quick space of time. And so we had this big, broad-shouldered, angular, pop-rock song that we were really excited by, but there was no lyrics. And that's kind of a very daunting place to be for any lyricist. You know, no one wants to be faced with a fully realized production because it's very difficult to kind of match the emotionality of it, you know. Mm-hmm. So we had a bit of back and forth in the studio. She, she had a few drafts of lyrics and... You know, we'd be in the booth kind of going, don't think it's there yet. And she was banging her head against the wall. And it was it's, it's one song on the album that we actually, myself and Faye, wrote the lyrics together for. And for that reason, it's kind of it's a big highlight for me. Oh, yeah, well, of course, yeah. Well, look, it's a it's a great song on a great album. Uh, Soda Blonde's brand new album, Dream Big, is out now on tour in November and playing Vicar Street in December. Uh, thanks so much for chatting to us today, Adam. No pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Let's play it. This is Bad Machine by Soda Blonde on Radio Nova. The Nova Guest List Podcast with Kieran McGuinness. The very best in indie, alternative and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova.